Brian King. You're watching On the Road with Dr. Brian King. I say, I say, you're on the road with Dr. Brian King. Hey, I'm Trudy Trollope, and you're on the road with Dr. Brian King. Hi, this is Nick and Tina, and you're watching On the Road with Dr. Brian. Folks, this is Dr. Brian King. I'm here on the road in, uh, in Montreal, uh, Quebec. And uh, I'm here uh, in, a, in a bar on, uh, on some street, some alleyway, some dark, dank you know, horribly, uh, terribly scary. No, it's actually a quite nice place. It's like a, we're like in the middle of this upscale Argentinian restaurant. And I'm here, of course, with the, uh, with the lovely and ever-present Sarah Bollinger. How are you? I'm doing well, and we're actually not here for tango. I know. Speaking of Argentinian place, you would think that we would be here because you're, you're a tango dancer. No, we're here for comedy. We're here for comedy. And, uh, and we were here for comedy. Now we're just here for apparently a, a salad that you ordered. Uh, but we're also here to introduce our and to talk to our guest this uh, this this episode, right? Yes. You want to talk about who that is? That would be the Andros Heroes. <laughs> oh, it's me! And you can only see the expression on his face. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew just pulled like the Home Alone face, uh, <laughs> not realizing that this is audio only. Uh, uh, I'm just getting into acting lately, so. Hopefully, yeah. I, yeah. What, what is it they say? I have a beautiful face for radio. Uh, I don't know who says that. <laughs> My mom. <laughs> yeah, terribly lying, man. You were quite handsome. Uh, you know, Andrew. Andrew. Uh, so you're a comedian and an actor and uh, and all these other wonderful things. Uh, uh, and the, the the subject of so many uh, female and, and male uh, fantasies. But you are. Um, uh, but you you you're back in Montreal, having left for a year, right? Yeah, I was. I left last uh, last October. Because uh, this was about nine months, actually, so it kind of, yeah. kind of feels good to be back. It kind of feels like the last nine months were a dream, and I just woke up, and I'm like, oh, I've never left. Where, uh, where'd you go? I, moved, I went down to L.A., uh, so now I'm living in Hollywood, and I, I left because you just kind of... Montreal's a great place to start off for comedy, and Canada's a great place to, to tour, but after a certain point, you hit a glass ceiling, mm-hmm. and if you really want to expand, it's either you accept it, and you said this is this is the comedy career for the rest of your life, right? Right. Or you go somewhere else. And I kind of felt I was uh, I was limited. I kind of felt I hit the glass ceiling before the horse left the stable, you know. So it's like, okay, I'm ready to go out and start doing stuff. And I kind of felt like, oh no, you're done. That's it. You plateaued. Right. So how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, 14 years. 14 years. Yeah, that's a long time, especially in like a, a place like Canada where you rose up and you've been you're booked in like everywhere. I mean, you've, you've got gigs all the time. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's, it's a it's a limited, although it's a great uh, uh, market up here for comedy. I'm just limited, you know. It's very limited. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, like with California, you could do uh, San Diego, L.A., uh, uh, Sacramento, San Francisco, and you could do those five, six cities, six cities just in California alone. Right. But in Mon- in Canada, you do Montreal, you've done all of Quebec. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. one province that you know? there's, not, there's nothing in, in Trois-Rivières or whatever they call it. Or <laughs> yeah, there's, that, there's nothing there. There's just got go to, and take photos. Got, got to know doesn't have a yuck-yucks. Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> 
Uh, I my, my French is terrible, but you know, I was trying to say the three rivers. That's the you know, oh yeah, three rivers. Yeah. Uh, see, see, you you, you recognize it when I say three rivers, but when I try to speak in French, uh, it sucks. Uh, <laughs> I, I I I do this horrible French accent, and I did part of it during my stage uh, my my set earlier. I think I pissed off like half the audience. Uh, I really do. Oh, probably. Yeah. Then it's like, oh, you can speak English to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in, in my defense, though, I am American, and we are we are we barely speak English. Uh, uh, you know, maybe yeah. it's, we really don't. You know? <laughs> but uh, no, so there's not a whole lot of comedy in Quebec. Uh, but you get out in the rest of the provinces, right? I mean, uh, the, oh yeah, not... like I've been out to Benoit West, uh, Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver, uh, Victoria, and the scenes there are, are great. You know, like yeah. it's, just, it's it's nice, but I kind of wish there was more cities you could do. Yeah, you could do the small country ones, you know, yeah, like yeah. in deep in the boondocks in the middle of nowhere, and yeah, it's nice. But then you're like, okay. I want to get out. <laughs> yeah. And America is. I mean, we're a huge market. You know, so if you can break it, if you if you can get famous, I mean, uh, you know, we got Michael J. Fox. Uh, you know, yeah. we we, we took all him. our celebrities. Exactly. All, all your all your all your good comedians move south. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's where the work is. It really is. Yeah. And uh, you know, if you if you're if you're good enough and you play your cards right, maybe you can get blown by Alanis Morissette in a movie theater. Uh, you know that could happen. Dreams could come true. It could uh, literally come true. I don't know. You know that was a comedian that she was talking about in that mm. song, right? Uh, I have to fill Sarah in mm. on my ah. culture. It's <laughs> something every day. I know, I know. So how's LA treating you, man? LA's good. I like it. It's it's good to uh, the fact that the weather is always. In, uh, there's no snow, so I haven't shoveled snow in like a year and a half, which is a great feeling. Um, just to walk around and just see everything, and it, it's it's one of those LA is one of those cities where you see certain landmarks, and then you go, oh, I've seen this on this show, and I've seen that on that show. Yeah, and yeah. See, and it's it's kind of surreal in a way, but yeah. at the same time, it's like, oh, cool, you got to see. Like oh you know this this is it that's the place that I've yeah. seen in that movie a couple of years ago and, and that's it right there yeah so it's good to see that it's kind of got one of those feels it's like New York uh, you see images of L A and New York City uh, on in media so much yeah. that if you've never gone to those places you feel like you know them you know exactly. you feel that way when you're in L A Hey, here comes the music again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, just so you guys know, I requested that this restaurant turn off the music, and one person decided to do so and apparently didn't tell the rest of the staff. So they've been arguing back and forth about whether or not we should have music. and So we might have a background soundtrack. That's not bad. It's kind of like, yeah, who wants to listen to music on a Friday night downtown? <laughs> You know, go figure. And who would sit around in an Argentine restaurant on a Friday night? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, so yeah. So, so uh, I don't know. I, I'm curious because, like, I being being an American, you know, I moved to LA. It's like, you know, I, I don't know. Like, it, it, there were plenty of doors available because I was already American. You know, yeah. I had an in with with comedy clubs and so forth. As a, as 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 coming from another country, you know, how's been your experience uh, down in Los Angeles? It's uh. It's not. It's been difficult because as a Canadian, you're so limited on what you can and can't do. Like my visas say, I can only work in comedy and only work in acting. Mm-hmm. So people just come up to you like, yeah, just get a job in a restaurant, just get a job there. I was like, no, I can't because if something happens, you're out the country and and that's it. You know, like you're out, the, you're banned for like five years. So, um, and also the fact that I'm moving to a city where I knew. Four people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I didn't know any of the clubs. I'd never been to any of the clubs. I didn't know anyone there. So you're literally starting from the ground up. So 
And, but the fact that I have 14 years experience behind me does kind of uh, alleviate a lot of the problems because instead of trying to call in and impress them with like, oh, hey, I'm new to this. I'm, here's my three minutes. Is it good? Is it not good? I'm like, no, this is what I do. It's my job. I'm not like, don't look at me as, oh, you're new. Like, I'm trying to avoid the image of because you're new. Because it's the first time they're seeing me, doesn't mean it's the first time I'm doing comedy. Right, 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 you know? right. So I'm trying to establish that, like, hey, I'm, I'm new here, but I have all this experience. So I'm trying to bypass a lot of steps. Right. And it, it's helped, you know. Like I remember did this one show at at, the, at Flappers, and uh, the host comes up to me after my set and he goes, "Oh, it's great to see some professionalism on, on stage." Nice. And I was nice. like, "Oh, thank you." Like, as, <laughs> I'm like, "Sir, you almost gave me a hard on." Like, that's just. <laughs> As, as one professional to another, it, it, it went a long way. So I'm trying to bring yeah. that experience to the stage so That's good. I could bypass a lot of that. I find it uh, it's very difficult. L.A. is very very difficult not to crack. Uh, and I, I moved there, already had been established as a comic in another market. Yeah. But I was in San Francisco, so it's close enough. Lots of lots of communication between between cities. Yeah. But even then, I felt that my my, my the, 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 the context I developed before moving to LA worked to help me for about maybe six months okay and then that was like I got a six month head start basically yeah. by being a 10 uh, year veteran in, in San Francisco you know what I mean okay, and so yeah, yeah. Uh, so it really like it's a tough city it's a tough city to even if you're established act you know you've been yeah. doing it a long time it's a tough tough yeah, city it's, you know? it's, it's definitely hard to maintain because uh, there's just so much there's so much going on and I feel that the city itself is like a living breathing entity and this entity is just meant to suck out any money you have <laughs> yeah like the fact that you could take a small parking lot and just be like we're just gonna make it a valet yeah, yeah. and then they do that they'll, they'll pack it like 20 cars in this small yep. parking lot because they could they know you could charge 10 bucks uh, a and spot. then you have people that live in like efficiency apartments or even like sleep in their cars and you know, like you know feel nothing about throwing around that kind of money you know just because it's yeah. that's la you know yeah exactly and, yeah. and and you know when i lived there that's how i lived you know so, so that's la it's what you do yeah uh, but it's, it's it's one of those things where you kind of hope that one day when you're sitting in your mansion you're just kind of like hey remember that time i slept in my car yeah, yeah, that, was yeah, yeah. that was yeah. good times. that was good times. that was good yeah <laughs> or, or you're yeah that one day you're on you're on david letterman you're talking about you know your experiences or you know he's yeah, that's relevant david letterman retired uh, but you know what i mean yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> you're, on, you're on that one show whatever the hip show is nowadays uh you know insert current thread now. exactly <laughs> i remember you when so and so happened yeah. but the thing about you andrew and this is something that is lost on doing like an audio recording the thing about you and don't don't hate me for saying this but you are fucking beautiful. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, 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 seriously, like, like you, 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 like, like, perfectly symmetrical. You know, like, uh, like, like, you're a good-looking guy, he is what I'm saying. From a scientific viewpoint, too. No, she's right. From a scientific perspective, having a background in human sexuality, uh, plus being kind of gay. I, uh, <laughs> no, seriously. So, and, and I feel like. Uh, I feel like a guy like you should be able to make it. Uh, because if a guy like you can't make it, what the fuck am I going to L.A. for? Yeah, you know what I mean? Then <laughs> like, there's no hope for anyone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I feel like, 
Now, it's uh, uh, actually the, the, the reverse problem is, is what I've often found is yeah. that because L.A. attracts all the good-looking people from all over the world. Yeah. So you, it's like you're competing with like shitloads of good-looking people. Oh, yeah. But when there's a casting call like that, we need somebody that's kind of fucked up looking. Yeah. Uh, there's only one guy who yeah. answers that call. You uh, go straight <laughs> to the front of the line. I was like, I wish I was like that. <laughs> but the thing with L.A. is that like... No matter how good looking you are in your individual city, you're now a six in yeah, LA. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, unless you're a six in your individual city. Uh, exactly. <laughs> then you're just like a negative four. Yeah, you might. Don't go to LA. Uh, don't. Just stay in Fresno. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's but, interesting though. LA is. It's. Um, I'm kind of curious to see what what's going to be thrown at me. Yeah. The next time I go back, it might be good things, it might be bad things, but we'll see. Yeah, but but you're already pretty well established. Before you moved, before you took the jump to LA, you did uh, some Montreal like TV or movies up here. Or, uh... Uh, yeah, I did a I did a bunch of uh, I did well in Canada it's called More Suits, but in, in the states it's called uh, Men's Warehouse. Mm-hmm. So I did uh, I did commercials for them a couple years ago. I did a McDonald's commercial. I did a a short film that was screened at like the Cannes Film Festival about two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I had a I had a career here, but I just felt that. The roles that were being offered here were, were so far and few in between, and it was also very limited. And also, like a lot of roles that come here, it's like you're the waiter, you're auditioning for the um, the police officer of the one line. You know, mm-hmm. it it wasn't roles that would that would make or break your career. You know, like it wasn't like oh, if I get this, I'm gonna be something. You know, it's right. like oh, you get this, the next week you'll be back here auditioning for unknown cop number yeah. four. You know, so yeah, they always need waiters. They always That's need the waiters. <laughs> almost every movie has a waiter scene. Yeah, because uh, like you gotta fill these, you gotta put food in these people's mouths. So. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Actors can't. Eat them food, serve their own food. No, yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I think, I think, I think, uh, I think you'll do well in, in Hollywood. Uh, I, I, mean, I just, I don't know, I have a, I have a, I have a knack for spotting these things. When we first met, I think yeah. I even told right. you. We said that last yeah, year. I was like, I was yeah. like, because we met you about a year ago, last summer yes. in Montreal. Yeah, right? that was about a year ago. And I think both of us, both Sarah and I, was like, this guy's kind of got it. You know? like, uh, Who said you need to go to acting? Yes. Well, yeah, yeah. Which I wish I have. Yeah, I've been doing that for the last yeah. couple of years. So hopefully, hopefully when I get to LA, because when I got my visa, it, it happened at the time. The phone just beeped. Oh, don't worry. Don't beeping. worry about those beeps. We're okay. <laughs> this is a very high tech uh, podcast oh, operation. This is like super high tech. Yeah. All radio stations should just go with this. I know. <laughs> the funny thing is, I used to have like a legitimate radio show, and then it devolved or into recording it on my phone. Uh, and I, and I have more listeners uh, on these podcasts that we record on my phone than I did when I was actually on the radio. Wow! Uh, yeah. You're all Android followers. You gotta go apparently, apparently, that's something. Uh, but yeah, no, I feel like uh, I feel like you, you'll you, you know you've got kind of what it takes talent wise uh, and. And all, it, with with LA, it's a combination of of, 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 st- of talent and then perseverance and, and luck, luck. You know, and luck, yeah. yeah. Definitely luck plays a huge. Because I know that. everybody gives up right before their big break. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? That's where the perseverance comes in. It's like the the people who stick it out are real, are the guys who make it, obviously. You yeah. Know? yeah. And then of course is the luck factor, which is. Uh, unpredictable. You know, yeah. Who knows? Right place, right happen. time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've heard a, I've heard a couple people say that. 
as long if you just stay in LA, you stick it out there. Eventually, it's gonna happen. Yeah, no, eventually. it happens. It's like either you die or you get famous. Yeah, <laughs> one of the two. You know, it's your only options. Uh, yeah. Either that or you get a job as a you know that just drive an Uber. Uh, yeah, you know? that's it. Either go up in the world or you get go down buried in it. <laughs> <laughs> or you be a famous Uber driver. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So but you like in LA? You're in Hollywood. What's your favorite taco? Ooh. Favorite taco? Ooh, I've been going to East LA. Not East LA, not East LA. I've been going um, to Los Feliz. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of taco trucks there. I've been going there for uh, for my tacos. I haven't, uh, you know, I actually want to try uh, El Polo Loco. Oh, that's good stuff. Yet. That's good stuff. I've been seeing it, but I'm just like, one day. I mean, it's fast it. food. It's fast food, but it's good stuff. Yeah. You know what I think is interesting about uh, Pollo Loco is that it's actually a Mexican chain. Uh, oh, okay. It got it got it got popular in Mexico and then jumped the border. You know, which yeah. which is rare. You know, you know like well, like you know, a lot of our chains, you know, like like go to other countries. It's yeah. rare that we you know, import a chain. You know what I mean? Oh, that's interesting. So I think that's so, kind of cool. About so it's like you said, like the chain jumped the border and came to. Yeah, yeah, like it's in, like it's like the. So like many jokes to be filled with that yeah, one. No, no, like, I'm not gonna touch that no. one. <laughs> that's true. It's a pre-Trump. Yeah, uh, exactly. You know, if he puts up that wall, no more Mexicans, yep. no more El Polo Loco. That's it. Yeah, but so, so it's like we have Pollo Locos around the southwest, and then we have like uh, like and Tim tote. Hortons on the north. Yeah. yeah. And Taco uh, Tote did the same thing. Oh, yeah, Taco Tote. But that, they're not in L.A. No, but that's like a, another border jumping. Okay. Pollo Loco is good stuff. Uh, Pink Taco is around the Pink neighborhood. Taco. Yeah. Around the neighborhood. Bean Chase Tacos right across the street from Pink Taco. Good yeah. stuff. One thing I, I, I kind of am thrown off by the tacos is... Uh, um, the fact that it's a do- it's, you pay a dollar for it, which is good, but it, it's so small yeah. that you gotta spend ten bucks. Yeah, about like two or three. Yeah, no. <laughs> so people are like, yeah, it's a dollar. I was like, yeah, but it's like a tic tac. Yeah. You know? like, <laughs> or you could just be like, like, like on the model diet where like one taco is too much. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll have. Oh, I can, I can never eat this whole taco. <laughs> <laughs> I'll save it for tomorrow. I'll put it in the fridge. <laughs> We haven't been to Los Angeles in a while. In fact, uh, weird coincidence, uh, we haven't been since you got there. You know, I don't know. We've, we've pretty much been avoiding it since you got there. Uh, yeah. It's like we're shifting. Like we're yeah, we yeah. haven't. But uh, in the time since we've gone, uh, you know, Danny Trejo has opened up his own taco joint. Yeah, he has. And now he has a donut shop as well now. Does he really? I yeah, didn't know about that. Uh, it just opened on, uh, oh my gosh, Highland and I can't remember the name. But yeah, I saw uh, it and I was like, I know that face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, he's got a donut shop I, 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 I kind of hope he's not back there actually making the donuts. It really is. <laughs> if he is, he's like, you're eating it. I was like, all right, fine, I'll eat it. But I'm on a diet. You're eating it. All right, fine. <laughs> so what's the biggest difference between Montreal and L.A.? I mean, not comedy scene, not acting. I'm, ta- I'm just talking culturally. Like, what do you notice about in the United States as a comedian? Huh. Interesting. I feel Montreal has... U.S. Well, L.A. just definitely has a U.S. city vibe. Like, it's, it's very hustling. It's very point A to point B as, as quick as you can, as fast as you can. Uh, Montreal is just a very North American slash European feel. So the city itself is like a character. So it's it's um, has a certain it has a certain uh, flavor. And when you walk around Montreal, you kind of get a feeling of okay, cool. It's like you know you you feel like you're definitely getting a mix of both worlds. You know, like you see tall buildings, but then you see 
a European style building. So you really see a, a mix of the two. Uh, one thing I have a hard time getting used to is the fact that in Montreal, the bars close at three mm. and last call is 2.45. And the bars in LA close at 1.30. And I'm like, no, there's still an hour and a half left. I want to keep drinking. Yeah. And they're like, nope, sorry. And then the city just shuts down. I'm like, this is not... This isn't right. <laughs> you're not you're not getting invited to the right bars yet. You're not right. yet, exactly. I gotta go to the. Or the after parties. Yes, the LA after parties. One day I'm like, I will see it, and I will be like, this is worth it. <laughs> One of the things. Uh, so they, they always people always say uh, people always say that Canadians are are like really nice and polite. Yeah. Do you find Americans to be rude and offensive? Um. Be honest. And it could just be me that's offensive. No. <laughs> nah, you get out of town. Definitely not you. <laughs> um, I don't, not really. I mean, like, LA's, LA seems, everybody seems to be pretty, you know what? what I think one thing I'll say for LA is that they're nice and they're polite, but they talk about themselves. Yeah. And it's rare that they'll ask how you're doing. How's everything with you, you know? They're very, like, a lot of times I'll have a conversation and I know the conversation's going one way. And I'm like, ah, and the second I know the second, com- the second I know the conversation is going one way, I back out. And I'm like, okay, I know too much about you, and you know nothing about me. And I'm like, where's the fun in that, you know? And uh, I just kind of back up the conversation. Interesting. Yeah. But other- otherwise, I've never had rude people. And I heard LA, a lot of people aren't rude because they don't want to piss off the wrong person. Mm-hmm. And then that person will be the ticket for them to go up a level. This is true. Everyone's super nice. Everyone. This is true. This is. I was telling somebody this recently about dating in LA, yeah. which is an impossibility. Oh, it's horrible. I hate it. Because you never want to like have a bad breakup with somebody because you never know if they are going to have some influence over your career. Exactly. Yeah. Later on, yeah. Like you don't want to swipe left on the wrong person. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like that motherfucker wouldn't call me again. You know, yeah. like uh, <laughs> like screw you. I'm not going to book you for this movie I'm working yeah. on now. Yeah, no, because of that no. one date that happened seven yeah, yeah, yeah. years ago. <laughs> yeah, people, but but it's like a real possibility, though, man. I it's remember, true. Yeah. I remember going out with a with a girl in L.A. who uh, who worked for some theater, yeah. and uh, yeah, we had no chemistry. Nothing happened. But I was like, I was like, I was damn sure not gonna let it end on, on a bad note. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like. She worked for a theater, you know. Yeah. I mean, like they book stuff, you know. They yeah, might. You, you want to make sure you end amicably yeah. in every single scenario. Yeah, and and like everybody works in costuming or makeup down there, and so like all the all you know, I'm generalizing of course, but it's true. All the girls work in makeup. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 <Her> craft services. <laughs> Sarah is giving me the worst look right now. <laughs> I laugh because I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like yeah, you, you don't want to piss off the wrong person. And when I first got there, it was interesting to me. A friend gave me a piece of wisdom. He said, whenever you go out into the world, always look your best. Because you never know who you're going to accidentally meet. Yeah. Like, you could be in traffic, get in an accident with a producer. Or, yeah. you know, you know. Yeah. He was, uh, like, there's this canyon There's this canyon in L.A., Runyon Canyon. Oh, Runyon, I know Runyon. This friend of mine, when I first moved to L.A., he's like, there's a reason why, if you go to Runyon Canyon... You see girls in full makeup. I've heard that, yeah. 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 Right. Like, I heard everyone everyone goes here to be spotted. Yeah. And to make it look like, hey, I'm here, this is what I do. It's like, yeah, but you're wearing heels and makeup and you're running <laughs> in a hill on like yeah. 35 degrees Celsius. It's like, what's wrong with you? But yeah, yeah I heard a lot of times you go there and you're going to see people dressed to the teeth. <laughs> so that's not indicative of the rest of the United States, just so you know. <laughs> I hope not. No. no. The, the same way uh, people of Walmart 
those email chains aren't indicative of the United States. Right. <laughs> I would believe that the people at Walmart are more similar. More probably. More representative. Ah, man. Do you miss it up here? Oh, totally, yeah. Montreal is just, it's such a unique city and... I don't think there's a I don't think there's a city in North America that's as close to Montreal, especially in the summer. Summertime in Montreal is the best. Nothing beats it. Yeah. The fact that there's so many outdoor festivals and just so many things you could do outside. And on a Tuesday night downtown, people are out drinking till three in the morning, and it's it's as busy as it is on a Saturday night. You know, you're not going to see that anywhere else. And also, downtown Montreal is probably the only cities where. It gets more busy at night than it is during the day. If not, it maintains the same level because there's just everything is downtown and you, there's so much to do and uh, the food is always the food in May here is amazing. So yeah. yeah, there's definitely a lot of stuff. The old port, you know, there's a lot of things yeah. in the character of Montreal. I really miss it. I think I think we both are, are, are agree with you there. Absolutely. We love this. We love this city. We yeah. fell in love with this city. Yeah. Brian's looked at a lot of places in their peak, if you will, San Francisco or Portland. Yeah. When they were at their their peak and yeah. you feel differently now and. Yeah. It's calling yeah. us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, honestly, if and the funny thing is, when I'm in LA, a lot of Americans ask me, they're like, why are you here? Don't you know who the president is? Don't you yeah. see what's happening with the police and this and that? And like, why are you here? I was like, listen, if, if I didn't have to be here, I would love to stay in Montreal. Yeah. But if you want to make a career, you gotta you gotta give it up and you gotta it's, go. It's where a you hard work. thing. Yeah. If you can establish, and then you know, like to the point where you you know, like people just call you because they know your work. That's one thing you can live anywhere in the world. You exactly. Know? Yeah. Like Johnny Depp lives in Paris. You yeah. Know, exactly. I, yeah. I read uh, um, uh, somebody recently talking about that they bought a ranch in Montana. I forget who it was, but somebody quite famous. They just sit in Montana until yeah. their agent calls. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Like you could do that. Oh. Wow. Uh, but until you make that name, yeah. you kind of have to be in LA yeah, and yeah. you know, or, or somewhere where people see you on yeah. a regular basis. Ideally, if I could, uh, if knock on wood, if if, the, if things work out the way they do, like I'd love to. Okay, I have a house in Montreal and I have a house in LA, and if right. I have to go to work. I'll go to LA, and if yep. not, okay. If you need me, I'll be back in Montreal, and yeah. I'll come back here. That's that's what we're kind of hoping to do it, but we don't have the career yet. <laughs> None of us do. Don't worry, we're all that's why. So we're, we're just <laughs> like, all right, let's spend a summer in Montreal, and then uh, and then go back to LA whenever we, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> whenever there's money in the bank. That's right. <laughs> now I had a uh, I had actually uh, not to my, not to many people know this because uh, I w- and and I haven't really gotten gotten too public about it, but I I I, I was very close to having a, a TV. show show last year uh, I was approached by uh, uh, by NBC and I think that's about all I can say because I was you know as a, as a uh, yeah 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 non-disclosure but I was uh, but I was yeah I was talking and, and I had a we had there was potential where for a while it was looking like we were gonna do that you know where we were gonna have to live in LA for a little bit for filming and then you know nice. and live somewhere else and uh, you know Dreams come and go. Maybe it'll come back. Maybe yeah. another opportunity. Who knows? But it's kind of a. It's, it'd be a nice thing to do. You know, to have L.A., Montreal. Oh, know. nice. Hey, if you do, I'll be your neighbor. All right, go cities, go. man. I'll do it. <laughs> you can just, you can, we'll, we'll just we'll just rent to you. No, that'll be. Yeah. <laughs> couch surf with each other. That's right. Oh, yeah, totally. We can just switch houses. That'd be awesome. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just knock on my door and say, "Hey, wake up. We gotta yeah. go film." It's All time. Right. <laughs> No, uh, but hopefully we wish you, of course, a lot of success down there. Are you originally from uh, Montreal? Or were... Yeah, originally born and raised born in Montreal. Here. Yeah. You speak French? 
yeah, petit peu. Yeah. Okay, I don't know what that day. means, but I think a it little. means a little. We, we, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> She's good. She's good. <laughs> we, we, we love it here, and I think we, we really appreciate the French culture, but we, had, we enjoy the fact that English is so popular. Yeah. Uh, however, if I think it concerns both of us that we don't want this place to become Toronto. You know, like we're, uh, nah, we don't want never be Toronto. Uh, <laughs> But there's enough. There's enough English here to survive, and the world. Well, that, that's the beauty of Montreal. It's such a bilingual city, and depending on where you live, the more west you are, the more English it is. The more east you are, the more French it is. And downtown's very 50-50, you know. So, uh, yeah, I mean, like as as and me, like my English is. It, it, sorry, my English is amazing. Uh, <laughs> not to brag, but yeah, <laughs> I speak the English. I speak it quite well. <laughs> uh, but my French is. It's not bad, but it's it's. My French is enough to where I can sustain a living here, and yeah. I can get around. And as long as you, as long you know, as long as you put the effort to like a, a French speaker, they'll they'll accept it. You know, as long as you don't get the hardcore that's like, uh, c'est français, see, it's like, whoa, okay, listen, I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> I mean, it's funny you should say that as somebody born and raised in Montreal, because uh, I we just assume that you would you'd be like. Taught to be bilingual from the you know from the get go. Oh, oh yeah, I went to school and they taught French. My okay. but my language skills are just horrible. Like uh, whether it's French or Greek or Italian, like I'll say a couple words and then I'll forget like the next day. And because yeah. <laughs> I think we have this, uh, I don't know. Americans have an, a, a, a stereotype of the French, and I think that carries over to the Quebecois. Yeah. Even though it's there's no real reason for it, it's just that yeah. it's a lack of understanding. I think it is. Oh, totally, you know? yeah. Americans don't understand like uh, Quebec at all and so they, they we just kind of assume that they're this French stereotype you know yeah. like everybody up here is wearing a beret smoking a cigarette you know what I mean yeah. writing <laughs> writing really depressing poetry uh, yeah. you know like, like, and, and the whole place is in black and white you know. that. No. <laughs> that's true yeah, so we can enjoy Montreal. <laughs> exactly, it keeps them out, and you guys can come in. <laughs> yeah, Sarah and I, we're, we're like on the on this tightrope where we like we want to tell people what a great place this is, but at the same time, I don't want people coming up here making it a bad place. Yeah, exactly, uh, you know? that's how Canadians feel about Cuba. We're just like, no, don't lift the embargo. Keep yes, Americans yes. out. <laughs> I know, I know. The, the whole world is is enjoying Cuba, and Americans are gonna get there, and they're gonna. Hey, how come you guys don't speak English? Where's the McDonald's? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, Alyssa is uh, apparently uh, too tired. So what that means, uh, the podcast is coming to an end. Nope. Whenever, whenever Alyssa starts crying, it's time to pack it up. So Sarah might not be here for our for our outro. Uh, oh, there she goes. Aww. It's like the alarm. <laughs> it is, really. It's amazing. It was exactly 29 minutes. That's our one-minute light. Uh, that's, so this, exact- <laughs> this is- that's your red light. That's your <laughs> red light. This is, this is the wrap it up. This is the wrap it up. <laughs> so in wrapping it up, let's see, uh, uh, what, what can it, what's the future hold for you, man? Uh, the future is I have uh, one uh, week and a half left in Montreal. Uh, co-headline the Comedy Works next weekend and then ship off back to L.A., uh, got a couple of shows at the Comedy Store, and then the Dime, and then hopefully all the, the schedules have to fill up more. Yeah, very cool. And uh, if people want to check out your career and follow you, how can they? Uh, how can they find out about you and, and all that good stuff? They can follow me at uh, www.andrewsearls.com. S-E-A-R-L-E-S.com. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Post all shows there, all my information, pictures, and people can follow me. I'll keep you guys posted. 
And I would say, folks, uh, follow this man. Uh, he's going to have an interesting career ahead of him. Uh, I, 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 can, I can almost, uh, I, I can, not that I can guarantee it, but I feel it. You know what I mean? I, I'll take the feeling. Take no, the feeling. I, I tell you, I have not, I, I've, I've been right about people in the past. Uh, I, a couple of people that I, that I booked uh, in the early days of my comedy, uh, when I first started doing comedy in San Francisco, yeah. a couple of new people that I booked, are in Chess for Laughs this week. Oh, uh, nice. Like, I mean, I, 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 I and, and, and a couple of them, too. I remember saying, that that, that chick is going somewhere. You know, yeah. that guy is going to make it, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I'm not always right, but i got a feeling about you. Oh, thank uh, you. So I appreciate it. So people, uh, people pay attention to Andrew Seals. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I'll edit that out. Uh, no, no, I won't. Uh, take, take, pay attention to Andrew. Follow him on Facebook, Twitter. Watch, watch what he's doing. He's also very entertaining online. <laughs> and as always, uh, I'm going to go ahead and end it for Sarah. Sarah's not here. Uh, as always, thank you for uh, following us, Sarah Bollinger, Dr. Brian King. Uh, this has been On the Road with Dr. Brian King, the Montreal edition. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Watching On the Road with Brian King. Dr. Brian King, what's up? You're on the road with Dr. Brian King. I'm Dan Fisk, you're watching On the Road with Dr. Brian King. I'm saying, I'm saying, you're on the road.